Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is February 5th, 2022. Today's song is Still Rolling Stones by Lauren Daigle. Today's, for today's scripture, I'm just going to read Psalm 23. That is a psalm that is very close to my heart. I have asked the Lord to have me memorize it because it's just an important psalm to just know and speak. You know, when you're trying, when you're, when the devil is trying to stir or whip something up in your life, we're supposed to take up the shield of faith and just speak. And the sword of the Spirit, which is God's word, which we're supposed to take up as well. That is how Jesus, when he was tempted for the 40 days by Satan, he rebuked Satan with scripture. So I believe that we need to also do that in our lives. And so I asked Jesus to help me memorize that psalm, and he did. And so I want to read that psalm, and I also want to pray over everybody the prayer, Our Father. Today's podcast is basically just me sharing a testimony. I haven't been on for a while. We were in the book of Romans, and I was to teach and read Romans 11. And I had actually recorded Romans 11, but the Holy Spirit convicted my heart that I had I was in error in, in a very important part of Jesus's birth. And I I believe there's scripture somewhere. I know there is. I just I, I don't know where it is right at the moment, but scripture where the Holy Spirit says, "Do not get too involved with genealogies." So, and I was starting to get too involved with gene, genealogies and it was really important to me to follow the genealogy of Jesus Christ, our Messiah. And scripture can be really tricky because from from Abraham to David to even when the Holy Spirit conceived the uh, Jesus Christ in the, in the womb of the Virgin Mary, it, it's... It's crucial, crucial information that even though it says that the Messiah would come from the seed of Abraham, the seed of Isaac, the seed of David, and then even in the genealogies in the Gospels, it, it'll the genealogy goes all the way down to I believe Joseph in in the book of Matthew. I should just go there really quick. And the reason I'm going into this is because this is God spoke to me and he rebuked me and he said this what he said Nellie why would I use the seed of man for my son? He he said I did not. Jesus Christ is my son. He is the son 
of the Father only. I did not use any seed of man, not even Abraham's. So he he meant he mentioned that the seed of Abraham is the seed of promise. Abraham believed in the promise, which is the promised Messiah. And Abraham even saw him. And the seed of promise is the genealogy down to the Messiah. It's it's not of flesh. It's of spirit. It's of it's of it's, it's the seed of promise. Abraham believed, Isaac believed, and in that genealogy, everybody that's listed, and then again, we're not supposed to, he said, don't, don't be paying attention to genealogies, but in the, in the book of Matthew, the genealogy is, uh, in the end of where chapter 1 of verse 16 Jacob was the father of Joseph the husband of Mary by whom Jesus was born who is called the Messiah so Joseph is of the seed and the clan uh, the lineage of Abraham cuz you know Abraham had many children but it only lists the ones that followed the promise, in my opinion. The, because Jesus, he's adopted into that lineage. He's an adopted, per, adopted from Joseph. He's adopted into the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, by Joseph. So this was a really super in, an important uh, part of scripture that can be misleading because of the genealogies. And the word seed is used much in the, in the, in the uh, Bible by the Holy Spirit. We all have seed. We all come from there is seeds and plants it's it's about even when he talks about that we want to be part of a good bearing fruit tree and only by being in the good bearing fruit tree can we produce good fruits and good fruits comes from seed and it's the seed of faith, of belief, of the promise, of what we can't see, but we know exists. Just like the, uh, Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. He was telling doubting one of his apostles, Thomas, who's dubbed doubting Thomas because he needed to see Jesus's scars on his hands and his scars on his feet and the hole in Jesus side before he would believe that Jesus actually resurrected and so Jesus shows up and says look Thomas look at me look at the scars and and then at that time Thomas believed but Jesus said you know blessed are those and we are those who believe in the in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that he is to come back for his people.
we have that strong belief and that's why we are also adopted in to Abraham's children because we are of the same seed the seed the promise faith belief and so Jesus the well the Holy Spirit convicted my heart if you're going to teach my word, you have to have that clear, that no, there is no seed in Jesus from Abraham. He is only my son, he said. He is the son of God, conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary. So he is of the seed of the woman. He, he comes from the woman's blood. And there wasn't that union, so how could there be any, because it was my, I assumed God is God, and he can use, he can take some seed from Abraham and put it in Jesus. You know, that's what I was thinking, and I think that's what I was teaching, or, because, like I said, it's a little confusing, but I want everybody to know the testimony that Jesus and you might have already known that. <laughs> but where it talks about seed, I always think of it as semen. You know, and... But I'm so glad that God corrected me. I'm so glad He corrected me and rebuked me and convicted my heart. And I was really kind of down on myself because it's like, gosh, God, I am so sorry that I would ever assume that you would use the seed of Abraham. Why I didn't realize that when you say he's your son, he is your son only. And you wouldn't, you don't need the sinful nature, you know, because of the bloodline of Abraham. In the flesh, there was a lot of sin and Jesus Christ is of no sin he did not sin so anyway I really was getting down on myself that night and I, I went to bed just depressed really I was just so mad at myself for for adding something to scripture and the next day, I was humming a song that I don't really care for. And it's been on radio, I think, two or three years. I'm not sure the, at the time it came out. But I was, would always turn the channel of a couple of Christian channels that I listened to. And if it came on, I would switch over to the other channel. Because I just didn't like the song. I, I didn't like um, the upbeat melody. I, I didn't like, there was nothing about it that I liked. But yet... That song was on my heart, and I kept humming it. And I was like, Lord, why, why do you have this song on my heart? I, I don't even like it, and here I am humming it. And I couldn't stop humming it all day till about 2 in the afternoon. I finally said, okay, God, I am going to listen to that song. Obviously, you want me to hear, hear it, because, you know, all day long I'm upset with myself, right? And so I brought it up on YouTube, and I, I brought it up with Lyric, and I was just amazed 
amazed how the Lord was trying to speak to me all day long to tell me, I'm not mad at you. This is a song of revival. And it put such joy. And I, I mean, I was made new that day. I really was. It was like I was overjoyed. First of all, that when, when, when the Holy Spirit speaks clearly like that, it's an honor. And part of that lyric says, it, and then when I was humming it, I, the only words I could remember from that song was six feet under. <laughs> I was like, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? And I was just sing, humming. <laughs> and then I would remember that one little part of the song and I'd be like, oh boy. And again, you know, I'm depressed. But when I listen to the song, it says, Out of the shadows, bound for the gallows, a dead man walking to love came calling. Rise up. Rise up. I tell you, when I heard those words, rise up, I was crying. Because he wasn't done with me. And although it says six feet under, it says six feet under, I thought it was over. An answer to prayer, the voice of a savior rise up, rise up. So when he was recalling, having me recall those three words, six feet under, I believe he wanted me to finish that sentence in the song. I thought it was over, an answer to prayer, the voice of a savior. And like, I'm, I'm just weeping because the song has such meaning to my life at this, at this point. At that day, it was like, Oh, Lord, you're not done with me. You just wanted me to know that, yes, I am, that he is the seed of Abraham through faith, through the promise adopted into that lineage, through, through Joseph. He just wanted me to know that, to get it out of my head, to quit studying genealogies. And also in the song, it says, all at once, I came alive. I really did come back to life. I was, I just felt dead the night before. And it says, this beating heart, these open eyes, the grave let go, the darkness should have known. You're still rolling stones. Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is still rolling stones away from us. He's still rolling stones so we can come up and live for Jesus and speak his name to people. He doesn't want people to stop speaking of his name. He just wants to make sure that people are hearing correctly and understanding who he is. And that's all we want. We want to just understand who he is and we want to be in deeper relationship with him and we want to know him. We want to know him. And this, this, um, Lyric continues, now that you saved me, I sing because you gave me a song of revival. And that's exactly what he did. And it's, I once was blinded, but now I see it. I heard about the power, now I believe it. Rise up. And I haven't been coming on. I tried to. I tried to. And I just wasn't ready. And Jesus, in 
in other podcasts, and I have had to take those down because some of the podcasts I took down because I don't ever want anybody to to hear those because of that one error. There might have been a lot of truth in the rest of the podcast, but if I've got one little mistake in there, I'm going to take it down. In Revelation, Jesus is on record in the last chapter saying, I am the root and the descendant of David. And he is a descendant, pause, he's a descendant from David through the promise. Through the promise. Because those men that are listed in his genealogy were such strong believers such strong believers. And Jesus is also on record in Matthew chapter 22 when he's speaking to the Pharisees that were gathered around him. And he asks them in verse 42, what do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, the son of David. He said to them, Then how does David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies beneath your feet. If David then calls him Lord, now is he his son? In verse 46 it says, No one was able to answer him a word, nor did anyone dare from from that day on to ask him another question. So Jesus is saying, and he has said, and he puts it on there, I'm not directly from the blood of of David, of Abraham. I am not. But he is adopted in. And Jesus talks a lot about adoption. Again, I've said that, but we are adopted as sons of co-heirs of Jesus. We are adopted into into the promise We are adopted into the seed of Abraham because of our belief and our faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So I'll go ahead and go back into the psalm, Psalm 23. And when I recite the psalm to myself on a daily basis, (laughs) it just... It's so powerful because a lot has been happening as well with people just getting sick and there's just been affliction after affliction after affliction, testing after testing after testing, where we have to persevere and just hold fast to Jesus Christ and know that it's not about our what our body's going through. But I just mentioned to my husband the other day, the reason I'm in the Bible all the time is because I need to be filled, filled to the very top with his spirit. And the only way we can get that spiritual food is through reading the Bible. If you have to read it all day, every day for a while, (laughs) like I've been doing, then do that. Get, get full. Don't be depleted. Get full. If you're on empty, get full. 
Psalm 23 is a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that just such a beautiful psalm? I love it. It's one to, re- to memorize, especially in times of trouble, especially when you don't know what to pray. Just that sometimes I'll just repeat the first verse. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And then I follow it with the prayer, the Our Father. When the disciples asked, Lord, how should we pray? And Jesus said, I'll, I'll teach you how to pray. And it wasn't about giving him your requests, your pleas, your petitions. It wasn't about that. It was it's just about just simply praying to our Father in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. I am thankful for the Holy Spirit who speaks conviction, who teaches us when we're in error, who guides us, who motivates us, who gives us our daily bread. The the Bible is our daily bread. And I just, I just pray for everyone listening. I know people, we're all going through it. We're all going through it, it seems like, for it just being the beginning of February. This year has not been so good. (laughs) You know, you always say, oh, I hope next year's better. 
Well, one thing Jesus does promise in the Holy Scriptures is that it does not get better. But we persevere because we know Jesus Christ is resurrected. He lives. He lives. And he will return. He is coming back. And that should get us through any crisis. I want to end by saying, I believe earlier I said, and I'm in the habit of sometimes saying a little error or a little mistake. The mistake I made with the seed of Abraham in Jesus, (laughs) it's huge. It's a huge error. (laughs) Huge error that the Holy Spirit convicted my heart of and set me straight on. And I give all the glory to God, all the glory to God for teaching me for teaching me so then I can teach others. I hope everybody is encouraged by today's message. And I'll come on as soon as I can. I won't be continuing in Romans. I will probably go into some of the shorter books. I'm just going to come on and just speak whatever God puts on my heart. It might not even be reading through a book. It might just be reading through scripture in any random book. I just want to teach and preach about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's power in his name. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in reading his holy scriptures. He is our lifeline here on earth. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time, have a blessed day. Bye.